In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Saturday of the first week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 14th day of January 2022, let us call upon God that he may send us the gift of his Holy Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Jesus is saying to you today, follow me. Jesus is saying today, saying to you today, follow me. The first reading is taken from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 4, from verse 12 to verse 16. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Mark, chapter 2, from verse 13 to verse 17. Jesus met Levi, also known as Matthew, at the task collector's office, for he was a task collector. And Jesus said to him, follow me. And he left everything and followed Jesus Christ. Remember, in the Jewish society, the task collector was seen as the worst, one of the worst sinners and a betrayer and a saboteur to the people of God, the people of Israel, because he works hand in hand with the Roman authorities to impoverish the Jewish nation. And so, there is a whole lot of hatred, disregard for task collectors. They were seen to be part of the worst sinners in the Jewish nation, especially as at the time of Jesus' earthly life. And so, when they saw Jesus in his house, perhaps the Levi was celebrating his conversion and bringing Jesus, having him introduced to other colleagues of his and his family members in order to have them also turn away from their old ways of life and then follow the way of life of Jesus Christ. Upon seeing this, the Pharisees, the Jewish authorities, and the Old Testament scriptural scholars had, you know, a kind of reservation about this action of Jesus Christ. And they begin to question in their hearts, why does Jesus eat with the tax collectors and sinners? Why would Jesus be friends with a sinner, a prostitute, an armed robber, a bandit, a kidnapper, a politician, an unfaithful husband, an unfaithful wife, the Boko Haramist, the cultist. Why would Jesus be friends with the Yahoo boy, with frosters, with 419ers? Why would Jesus be, you know, friends with Anolosu, a prostitute? Why would Jesus be friends with a liar? Oh no, the friends of Jesus are those who are righteous, are those who are clergy, are those who put on different religious regalia, are those who do not commit sin. 
Oh yes, Jesus, because he's God, cannot have anything to do with a sinful person. Because Jesus is perfect, everyone around him must be perfect. Dear child of God, this is a very beautiful way of thinking. But I tell you, beloved friend, that no man can, by his own effort, be actually perfect or righteous. It is the presence of God in the life of a person that perfects the life of a person. And so, when we begin to run away from God because we feel we are unworthy of his presence, we are actually doing ourselves a disservice. It is not humility to keep away from God because we have sinned. It is actually a true way of saying, I am humble. When you fall into sin, you return to God immediately to say, I am sorry. So when you see a communicant, for instance, staying away from communion because he or she has fallen into sin for days, for weeks, and for months, it doesn't make sense because Jesus says in the gospel today that the one who needs the physician is not the person that is healthy, but is sick. And then he added that I have come not to call the righteous, but the sinners. And now, you ask yourself again, by my staying away from communion, because I've fallen into sin, how do that help me to turn away from this sin I have fallen into? It is actually the person of Christ present in our life that creates in us that enabling environment to be able to conquer in times of temptations, trials, and sinful, um, the luring activities of the devil, trying to lure us into sin. The devil struggles every day to always be around us and to create environments conducive for sinning, making us more vulnerable or prone to committing sin. And that is also so the reason Jesus comes for us. Remember, he came to Levi or Matthew at the tax collector's office. He didn't wait in the synagogue, in the temple for Matthew to come to him. Jesus is always haunting for us sinners. He's calling unto us every day. Follow me. Follow me as unworthy as you are. Follow me as sinful as you are. But understand this, that Jesus is coming for sinners. It's not for him to remain in sin with a sinner. He comes to invite you to follow him. In other words, to take up a new way of life. That is the beautiful thing about Jesus' relationship with sinners. He comes to you. Whether you are a prostitute, whether you are a hardened sinner, a criminal, a liar, a fornicator, an adulterer, a worshipper of idols, a froster, whatever evil you think you have been involved in in the past, he comes to you in that your condition and he calls out to you, just follow me and come along with me away from your old way of life. The question that you and I should be asking ourselves to the east, am I ready to follow him? Am I ready to follow him? Am I ready to follow him? Our confidence should be in the love of God for us. Jesus is the high priest as presented to us in the first reading today who was not ashamed to identify with us but in everything became one with us was tempted in every way that we are tempted though he is without sin and by the fact that he is without sin is already a pointer to you and I that we too can actually follow and live the way of life of Jesus Christ free from every form of sin. 
Because the temptations you have been through, you are going through, and you will ever go through, he had gone through all of them. Though without sin, unlike us. And that is a sign of hope. That is a sign of encouragement. That is an invest, invitation to the, to, the, to the life of perfection. Already assured of, we are assured of in Christ Jesus, who was able to live that same life in our human form and nature. And so, dear child of God, how long would you continue to, you know, excuse yourself and blame your limitations, your ungodliness, your being separated from God on the circumstances of your life, on your temptations, on the trials and the challenges you've been through? Remember, Jesus went through all of those in order to identify with us to the very, you know, minutest detail of our life. He shared in our lives. And now he's inviting us to share in his life. Rise, dear beloved child of God. Follow Jesus. Lead him to the deepest part of your being. The family of your life. Every dimension of your existence. Let him have a touch of, on, on all of them. Let him be brought into your family life. And by your family life, I don't just mean human beings who live together with you. That is part of it. But beyond that, you as a person, that no dimension of your existence is left out. Your moral life, your socio-political life, your economic life, your career life, your occupational life, your marital life, every dimension of your being should be, you know, have Jesus come into them all, sanctify them all. Then you can take up all of them and follow Jesus as one of his apostles. And when you follow Jesus sincerely from your heart, he will not only save you, he will also make you become one of his apostles who will now become agent of Jesus, touching lives and inviting sinners unto himself. Yes, don't be afraid of going to Jesus, for he came for you and I, even while we are sick in sin. He has come to liberate us and bring us to the life of perfection and wellness. May you experience the perfection, the wellness, and the blessings that comes from true encounter with Christ, through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And do have a great weekend.